Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. This is a revving the word episode. So if you're planning to move your body and get your hopes up, then this is the right episode for you. Maybe you weren't planning and you just need a little bit of motivation to get your hopes up. <laughs> this episode will do that. We're going to um, hear some truth of God's word, move our bodies, and have some inspirational music going on in the background to kind of just motivate us to get our energy up. What do you say? Today I'm going to be talking about increasing our faith and our gratitude, our thanksgiving, and how they absolutely 100% go hand in hand. I'm so stuck on this right now, you guys, because of the reality of what faith is. It is real. It is a substance of the unseen. It just takes a little bit of it. It's powerful. I'm just hoping and praying that we would have a greater revelation of how powerful our faith is. I think we get frustrated because it takes a long time sometimes to see it, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. So if I can increase your faith, your fidelity to God, your endurance, your keep going attitude, um, I will be so, so pleased to know that. So remember, it takes time. Be patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. Be kind with your body today. Be kind with everything you see, people you meet. Do kindness and it will come back to you. We reap what we sow, everyone. There is no way around that. So let's sow good seed today. How are you feeling? I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to read to you the review of the week before we get going. So right now, just moving your body on a scale of one to 10, you are somewhere about a four or five. This is an endurance workout today because I want to get your faith in like this. I want to spend more time on the message with you and actually letting you have time to meditate and move on the message. So I won't be giving you any um, directives to increase effort or intensity or timing. That's all up to you. If you want to do that, you're welcome to, but I would encourage you turn off your calorie counters, go into a free space. Freedom begets more freedom, energy begets more energy. So just have fun with it, okay? But before we go, the review of the week is from Casey Callahan. She says, I am so incredibly blessed by this podcast. It is a tool that God has used to speak life over me while I exercise or even clean the house. That's right. I don't even listen to the episodes in order all the time but God seems to meet me right where I am and has a message for my mind, heart, and body. Elisa also has so much practical application and the research she brings into her messages makes me in awe of my creator. My love for the Lord has increased because of this podcast and the way I move my body is more worshipful. Such a powerful tool. Amen. Thank you, Casey. Casey, we want you to email info at revelationwellness.org. We are going to send you a Love Greater Than Fear package. Yes, we are. These reviews, you guys, do a lot for us. So could I challenge you this week? I would love to see this week an increase, a pump in our reviews. The reviews make iTunes happy. They make iTunes take notice of the use of this podcast. It's the way we could spread the gospel together. You can be a little out of the box and say, yes, I do these podcasts. These are so unique and different. 
and um, other people will find this podcast. So could I challenge you to do that? It's super easy. All you have to do is on your in your podcast app where you are right now, find the little magnifying tool, and then you're gonna search Revelation Wellness. Even though you know you're already on it, you just search Revelation Wellness. And then the icon will come up for Revelation Wellness. You know, the logo, me leaning against a wall. Just click on that, the picture, and then it'll send you to the actual home base of the podcast. And then scroll all the way up, and you'll see a thing that says write a review. It's usually at the bottom of that scroll. That's from an iPhone. If you have an Android, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be, <laughs> I don't mean to neglect you, but I don't know how to do it. But I promise you, if you search the same thing, search Revelation Wellness on your podcast, you'll find somewhere it says to leave a review. Thank you. And someone will win a Love Greater Than Fear package. Maybe we'll give a few away next week, okay? All right, you guys, let's get going. We're going to start the playlist in three, two, one, play. Okay. Nice. Excited to be here. I'm excited about this message. You guys, I like am camping out on this message right now. I'm just living this and it's changing. It's, it's keeping me light. It's taking the yoke of heaviness off my shoulders. And isn't that true? There's nothing kind of worse and something incongruent or inconsistent than a heavy, angry follower of Christ. That's just not what we're told we'll be. That's not our life. But it's, but it's tough, some days are tough. So if I can increase your faith, the strength of your faith, not that I can, the Holy Spirit's gonna do that. But if I could facilitate a space for that, man, I mean, why else do we train everyone? The body, yes, take care of it. It's where, it's the home. It houses the Spirit of God. It houses good thoughts, right emotions. It's, take care of it. But it's not the point. It's everyone right now. This song is called Grateful. We're going to talk about faith and thanksgiving. Man, come on. This and the rest of the wellness world is talking about this. Increasing your belief, your thinking, your mind, the power of the mind, the neuroscience, the truth, the fact that we know we can renew our minds. We can make our minds well. That the mind makes meaning and words make matter. What we say with our words, we're either building up or tearing down. It's true. You will believe what you say about yourself and other people. It's this quantum physics, crazy science world, meeting our faith, the seen and the unseen. So right now, uh, I just want you, I'm gonna go quiet and you just List off so many things you're thankful for. Say it out loud. Use your mouth. Make meaning. Or make matter. Give him 
Thanksgiving right now. So good. You guys, there. I could end the day right there. Just do that a lot. I want to challenge you in this entire podcast. How many times can you say thank you for something? Come on. It will bubble wrap your brain and your heart. Thanksgiving. You know those gratitude journals? They're not just a good hallmark idea. They're biblical. Write down the testimony. Write down. And I, I love this thought. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you that by your wounds we are healed. Thank you that you took on punishment so we could have peace. Thank you. What a sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you that anything I face, any trouble, any trial, any temptation, you have already overcome and you've given me the right and the ability to do so too. Thank you. Thank you that you're constantly teaching me about me, about the love for others, the patience, the kindness you have for others. Thank you. Thank you that you want me to draw close. In Jesus' name, we ask for the fullness of yourself to come. More you in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So faith and gratitude, you guys. Faith and gratitude. They're like a two-part epoxy. Does anyone know what epoxy is? <laughs> I remember my dad used to use epoxy just to fix everything. And it's this, it's, I mean, glue has come a long way. They probably figured out a way now to mix the two ingredients to make this super bond and just put it into one bottle. When I was a kid, epoxy, if something broke in the house, <laughs> And we didn't have the money to fix it. I knew my dad would run to the garage and pull out the special sauce of epoxy. And it was in this package that had two parts. And he'd pull out a paper plate and a popsicle stick. And he would squeeze out one of the packages. I could smell, oh, this is the high chemical stuff. And then he'd squeeze out the other package, so two parts, and mix them together. He would spin around the popsicle stick, 
mix it up. The intoxicating fumes, more like the toxic fumes, filling the air. And I knew this is business. It also meant once you put the glue on the surface and push those two things together, they're not going anywhere. I remember, don't get it on your hands, don't get it on, don't get it in your eyes. Like it was serious stuff. This is not Elmer's glue. It's not masking tape, not duct tape. It was like cement, truly. So two part, our faith, our belief in who God is, what he has done, and what he says, strong. But you know what solidifies that and holds it in place? Gratitude. Gratitude. How grateful I can be. Thanksgiving and faith. All right, so nothing stronger, you guys, at least in this season I'm in, the Lord is just saying, go after it. Get them to realize how strong their faith is. That it's not, again, gosh, sometimes I'm just as guilty for years just seeing the Word of God as like a band-aid and not truly I'm not realizing don't mess with this thing it's powerful I mean I love how God invites us go ahead you don't know what you're doing but mess with it pick it up start reading it start using it you're probably gonna mess around with it and make a mess for a bit but you'll learn you'll grow you'll realize how powerful this gift of faith is for you, Elisa. And here's the truth. The rest of the world is starting to get this, you guys. The power of our minds, of what we believe. What you believe, you will make. That's going to come to matter. So the world throws away God and picks up the power of the mind. Right? Because they don't want to worship God. They want to worship themselves. They worship and serve created things rather than Creator God. That's Romans 1. Well, we don't do that. We're worshiping and serving Creator God. So all these created things come into alignment with His will, His way. And His desire is to see his people, his beloveds, his children, stewarding the good news everywhere they go. And when necessary, they use words. So that means how I carry myself into a situation matters. How I hold my face. What am I looking at? What am I paying attention to? Am I scrolling all the time? Is my head down in my stomach looking at how I'm so overly concerned about a muffin top that the world poo-poos and shames? Or am I so busy with my eyes on an unseen realm 
heaven coming to earth through me that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's faith. It takes faith for that to happen. All right. So I'm going to read to you from Mark 11, 20 to 25. Can we just do like five episodes of this? I might. If I can get your faith up. All right, here we are. Verse 20. Jesus is with his disciples. He's days away now from being crucified. He knows where he's going. For the joy set before him, enduring the cross, scorning his shame, that's where he knows he's going. Verse 20. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Come on. Verse 25. And whenever you stand praying, forgive, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. All right, let's just see the, the flow of this passage, this teaching. I love a short, quick teaching from Jesus. <laughs> now the day before, Jesus cursed a fig tree for not producing fruit out of season. Isn't that crazy? I've always had to read that a few times. Seems unfair. Why would you expect something of this tree when it's not time? That's a whole nother teaching. But it does make me think of scripture says that we are to be prepared to give an account in and out of season, all times. Be ready, be ready, be ready. Faith, the bride of Christ, the church, be ready. It means if God needed me to move today, I'm ready. If God makes a move on me, I'm ready. I'm not busy building my own kingdom. I'm not over in some corner, wringing my hands, worried. Now listen, I've told you a million times, you need to feel your feelings, yes. But we are not to become them. <laughs> we recycle them until they come out like joy. Recycle your tears. Metabolize your pain until out comes joy. Surely it will. So the disciples 
are in shock and awe. Which is so funny, right? They've seen Jesus feed thousands of people, multiply, heal. And again, <laughs> they're like, what? Even, even a tree obeys this man's orders. <laughs> right? They're always in shock. Again, look what he just did. The first thing out of Jesus' mouth have faith. Have faith. You don't believe the power of your words. You don't believe. He's, he's telling the disciples. <laughs> You've been playing around in the kiddie pool of faith. You don't understand how powerful and effective your prayers and requests are to a father who is good, a father of light who gives all good things. He's interested in what you are interested in. If you've got pain, he's got pain. And he wants to make it right. Have faith in God. Whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes, what he says will come to pass. It will be done for him. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Right now, as you move your muscles, and your breath increases, have faith in God. It's hard for a reason. It's increasing your faith. Resistance, nothing increases on this earth without resistance, it's true. <laughs> You need resistance to grow. Have faith. And you see that mountain? Tell it to move. Without doubt in your heart. And that's what we're doing right now. Let's rid the doubt in our heart. The doubt comes from the pain, guys. The doubt comes from the exposure. The doubt comes from the times and when you felt left behind, left out, mocked, scorned. But remember that we share as an heir as long as we're willing to share in suffering too. Let suffering produce its perfect work. But here's the thing. You don't have to lock your mind into a place of prison. You can actually, in your mind, go to the place where in His presence, your heart is cleansed. Right? Because doubt comes from the heart. It says, don't doubt in your heart. I need to cleanse my heart. Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see the kingdom. Let this thing that's challenging your faith become the antiseptic that purifies, cleanses. I'm gonna go quiet as you let this doubt. Come on, let your faith eat it up. Let it, eat, let it eat it up. Faith is 
so much more certain it's a substance. Doubt, fear, it's a liar. It's chasing smoke, vapors. But faith, the whole world was built on faith. Science will tell you that. Consciousness, everything came out of consciousness. The thought, and we know that thought is God, it came out of a thought. Come on. Causes the doubt, the unbelief, and even the unsatisfaction, because the opposite of faith is unbelief, and the opposite of gratitude is to be unsatisfied. What causes our unbelief and our dissatisfaction? Just go and think about that. Come on, let's sober up to our own lives. Come on. Yeah. It's when we live according to what we can see and what we can feel and what we hear, what we touch, what we taste. When we live according to this set system, it's set up to set us up so that grace, faith, would catch us. Continue. Breathe. And I'm rejoicing in the fact that the Bible says that you are my victorious warrior. <laughs> You're the one who fights for me. I don't have to fight anymore. You're the one that fights for me, oh Lord. My faith is rising. You guys, this is why we can't put our faith in what we see. Our circumstances can't dictate the direction of our faith. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 says, Do not look to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. The seen is temporary, but the unseen is eternal. This is who God is. The consciousness that created all things has always been. Faith has always been. Substance. That little bit of substance that comes from a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. You put a little bit of hope 
into the machine of the mind that's been renewed that doesn't question it just says no I live by a higher law of faith a law of the spirit not of the flesh and now we have a mustard seed and you know what happens with a mustard seed building a relationship again just me and you Building a relationship again, just me and you. It's not about the job I have. It's not about the friends I have. It's not about the house I have or the social status I have. It's about me and you. We're building a relationship again. Just me and you. Isn't that true? Every day, you guys. Every day, I'm renewing my vows. Every day, God is re refreshing and anointing for us. He knows how hard it is. He knows. Let's get our hopes up. Come on in this song. Just keep going. Your heartbeat is the drum of heaven. Believe in the unseen with me. Come on. Just because you can't see it yet does not mean it's not coming. Come on, where else are you gonna go? If you turn away, you'll burn down everything that's been built. But when you turn back, rebuilding happens. And like we've said, every day, we're either preparing or repairing. John Maxwell says that. Choose, keep building, keep preparing. Keep getting ready, for surely he will come. Come on. Every unbelieving and unsatisfying thing we face is only there to increase our faith. It's working for you not against you. Right now, as you move your body, begin to have the reality of the unseen world become so real that everything is working for you. athletes this is why Paul says I don't run about aimlessly nope I got a plan <laughs> and it's the plan I've been given 
It's my assignment and I will press on towards it. For it was given to me. <laughs> and if he gave it to me, that means it's gonna be good. It means I can look back and see the trail of good. Even if it's not complete yet. Come on, faith. Belief in the unseen. Renew your mind. Everyone, finish this song. Cleaning out the unbelief in your mind. The pain, the bitterness, the ache, the unforgiveness, which is how Jesus closes this thing of faith. Don't doubt. Believe you've received it already. Live today as if tomorrow. Pray today as if tomorrow. But, and it's a big but, if you're holding any resentment, unforgiveness, if you're holding a case against somebody, right now, burn it up. Shred the documents. Shred it. Offer it. Ask for forgiveness for how you have wanted them to hurt too. Get free. Weight dropping off us. Faith makes us lighter. Faith lifts our head. Faith says you'll never be put to shame. You might feel pain, but has nothing to do with shaming you. Good job. Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, so let's just say that, our mind makes meaning and our words make matter. If I have an unrenewed mind, the meaning behind the pain will be something like, God's not faithful, he's not good, he's not powerful, God is wicked, mean, right? Come on, come on. If I do not renew my mind, renew my covenant, renew my vows, every day, every moment I need to. You guys, the word believe that's used here, Jesus says, therefore I tell you, ask your, whatever you ask in prayer, believe. Believe means to have faith, put trust in, commit unto, to think to be true. It means look down at your wedding ring. And who slipped it on whose finger? Ha <laughs> ha, he did. He called, he chose. He started this. I love that it's on him. That's why he could say the punishment that brought you peace is on me. I love this God. He started it all. 
and he took full responsibility for all of it. And now by his stripes, we're healed of cynicism. We're healed of criticism. We're healed. We can get our right minds back. Now remember in the garden, we walked in our right mind and there was temptation. It doesn't mean the temptation isn't gonna go away, you guys. But I've told you in a few episodes back, I don't sin to increase my faith, no. But when I resist sin, it increases my faith. When I resist, when I push away with my body, when I tell my mind, no, we're gonna have faith. And we're gonna be thankful because this thing is increasing me, then sin boomerangs on itself and it becomes the very agent of change because I've resisted, because I've said, nope, I'm not going down that road. I've been down there too many times. I know where that leads. Come on. I know you know. Have faith in God. Think him to be true. Listen, the rest of the world is doing this and it's making me crazy, everyone. <laughs> this is where I get jealous for my father. If someone stole my family stuff, I'd want it back. Amen? Especially if I know hey, the neighbor has it. I saw him using it. I saw him. I saw him selling it on Craigslist. That belongs to my father. Here's what I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna go over and punch him in the face. I'm gonna report it to the authorities. And the authority is, God knows. And then he gives me the badge of authority and the right to say, never again. You don't get any more stuff from this house. And you know that stuff you stole? You're gonna bring it back. You're gonna bring it back not because not because you're afraid of me but because you've been shamed and that's what the cross did the cross put the enemy to shame and in shame he will relent he will let go fear actually feeds him when we get all big and angry and afraid it's like yeah you know we're walking right into his trap but when we drop it, give it to God, and he says, good job, put on the badge, stay in your authority, love. God wants to see the change in us, in us. The enemy is his game, it's his pawn. Pain, even pain, not to say we minimize it, but it doesn't get the final say, it has power for us. It can teach us something. That's why next time you're angry or bitter or afraid, whatever it is, look at that feeling and say, what are you here to teach me? Because then we can actually thank it. And that goes back to gratitude. Let me ask you this. This is why gratitude, you guys. Gratitude. 
it seals, it epoxy, it's the second part of the faith that creates a bond of commitment. I just thought of something I'll share with you. I was at a speaking engagement this weekend and I was sharing about my testimony, a little bit of my testimony about my marriage. And if you know my story, my husband was an atheist for 10 years of our marriage while I'm growing in Christ. And so the woman came up to me and she's an older woman, you guys. She is a, she's a veteran, I wanna learn from her. Been in the faith all her life, married to a man 45 years. And she's got so much pain and I get it. <laughs> you know, she stayed faithful to her vows, but her husband, a mere mortal, you know, he just, just doesn't seem to get it on the emotional intelligence scale. Come on, not all guys, but it's not also their natural bend. And remember, that's the curse. The curse is that our men would look away from us. They'd be looking to the earth, to the sweat of their brow, creating money, security, whatever. That's the curse. They look down to the earth. We women look to the man. All right? So the curse is working in that energy flow. But Jesus reverses the curse. And so she asked me, how? How have you gotten to where you are? How? How did it all turn around? Like, how are you not still angry? How are you not still? Because she's hurt and I get it. God does not, dis he doesn't mitigate our, or minimize our pain. He does mitigate. He says, let me be in the middle of this mess. Let me be. And here's what I know to be true. My heart did not truly start to forgive. It, I did forgiveness, so start doing it. But it didn't epoxify, it didn't stick until I was able to be grateful for what this man has brought to my life. Come on, <laughs> it's hilarious. This is what puts the enemy to open shame. Nice try, look what happened because I stayed faithful. I didn't even understand it. It hurt like all, mm. And the more we can be grateful for someone, grateful for something, that tears down a dividing wall of hostility. Thanksgiving tears it down. This is why Psalm says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter that barricade place. When you enter, the gate is the entry place to the temple. Outside the gates is outside. Once you cross the threshold of the gate into the presence of where God dwells, thanksgiving, grateful. See, the thing is we teach five-year-olds how to do this and they get it easily, but we struggle. May I suggest it's because we've never taken hope. We've never taken faith seriously. This is powerful, our faith.
She makes me want to believe. Come on. So when it says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Let me ask you this question. If I was to pray for something in the mindset that I've already received it, what would I be saying? Thank you. Thank you, God, that you are already on the other side of this. Thank you, God, for my renewed marriage. Thank you, God, for my recovered debt. Thank you, God. You, you can only say that in all conviction if your mind is so certain that God will, that God is able, that I think him to be true, and then I live my life in that truth. And I steward my yes and my no, and what I put my hand to or what I don't, in accordance with faith. Faith, think to be true. That's why he says, ask anything. And ask it as if you've received it, because guess what? You have, you have. Now how it shows up, I don't know. When it shows up, I don't know. But when it does, you must tell others because that's the testimony. And the testimony is how we overcome. Blood of the Lamb, word of the testimony. That's why it's really important. Celebrate it all. The little things, the big things. So at the end of the day, you can be grateful for what went right. Now here's the other thing I heard and I thought, oh, that's true. Don't be reactive with your gratitude. Be intentional with it. So yes, you can be thoughtful about it at the end of the day, but what if you start your day planning what you're gonna be grateful for? <sighs> Today I have a meeting that feels kind of heavy, but I'm grateful that there's no meeting that I'm called to that God isn't going to do great things in. It's his job. I'm just a daughter following a father. It's off my shoulders. <laughs> the punishment on him brought me peace all the time, all the time. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in here, believe you've received it and it will be yours. Father, renew our minds. Renew our minds. Increase our faith. And I challenge everyone here. How many things can you be thankful for today? I'm challenging you. And I want you to Instagram me. I want you to DM me. How many times can you say the word, thank you, God? Thank you. Right now, thank you. My legs are working. Thank you for my breath, God. Thank you for the breakfast I'm about to eat. Thank you for the sun that warms my skin. Thank you for fruit on a tree. Thank you, just start doing it, I challenge you. I've also released a Be Still and Be Loved. Listen to it, you guys. I double released today. There's a Be Still and Be Loved. Maybe lit, listen to it tonight before you go to bed. Thank you. Let's get our gratitude up and then our renewed minds go, ooh, this works great with faith. Two-part epoxy, a bond that can't be broken. Come on. 
So God, thank you. That's all we have to say. Thank you for this time. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you will do. Thank you that it's already done. Thank you. God, cleanse us from our impatience, our pain, our critical thinking and our cynicism. Cleanse us. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, you guys, before I go, don't forget Rest and Rebuild Retreat. We're going to do this. Faith, pressing into hard things. Thanksgiving, grateful for what we have. Have a great day, you guys. Peace.